Hello and welcome to the Miss Rolling In podcast. My name is Jacob and as always I'm joined by uh, young Joshua known as JJ. JJ, how are you? I am bloody fantastic. Um, I'm just, Forrest to just make my life glorious right now uh, so I cannot complain at all. Everything just feels rosy. How about you? How are you? Well, it sounds, JJ, like you you just can't get enough, which uh, is something I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to absolutely agree with you. I think we'll come on to it a bit later on, but I I, I keep looking at the league table and like we haven't been in this position like on merit since Billy Davis' first time. And that that was was an awful long time ago. (laughs) To me, I, I generally feel like, do you know that period of time a few years ago when England were in the World Cup, we were doing well. You were getting smashed watching the games every day. Mm. You went to work the next day. You weren't hungover because you were just buzzing and just mm. constantly happy for a period of a few weeks. That's yeah. what Sporting Forest feels like right now. It feels Th- like this, a bit of World yeah. Cup fever, if that makes that is, any sense. That is an excellent way of putting it. This right now feels like when England beat Germany in the Euros. It just, yeah. If It's, it's like bottling up that feeling and it just, yeah. like the fact that it, this is for Forest is when, mental. When Harry Kane got, got that header to make it 2-0, like, fucking hell, we got the 2-0 cushion. Harry Kane's even fucking scored. Uh, and it, you know what, like, and it was the first game, you know, like, you've still got, like, at least another fucking six hours more drinking to do. It was, yeah, Absolutely. that was uh, banging. Anyway. It probably feels like, uh, probably feels like the Euro since we last recorded. Uh, I know we keep <laughs> saying that we're going to get consistent again. And then we disappear for a long time. But we're back again. And we're going to be consistent from here on. You've heard it here. Definitely You've heard it here first. Uh, JJ Whoops. will be consistently uh, giving his liver a kick in. Yeah. That's definitely for sure. Um, but yeah, aha. Um, aha. So on giving your liver a kick in, JJ, as we always start, what are you supping on? I am I'm normally on a Stella, but budget, you know, cost of living's gone up. I'm actually on a Steinhauser Aldi Lager. Oh, there's nothing wrong with an Aldi lager, mate. Nothing Fatch wrong. is Britain. Fatch is uh, Cameron's Britain fan. Uh, I've got a 1079 project. So we're both stopping on, on Aldi lager, aren't we? Yeah, there's nothing wrong Let's with it. It's, check uh, that out. it's all right. My, mine says uh, dry hopped crisp taste, the 1079. So yeah, we're. Uh, mine just says German lager. If anyone's Simple. ever watched, if anyone's ever watched Phone Shop before, I'm I'm tasting the difference in reverse. So there you go. Very nice uh, reference there. A very huge reference. Um, JJ, talk to us about the Liverpool game. Yeah, so we thought we'd start at Liverpool as, you know... The top of the mountain. It's not like we're we're not going to cover that. Um, so we actually went to this game. Uh, unfortunately, the only seats we could get was in the Brian Clough lower, uh, where no, you're not allowed wasn't. to stand up. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Trent and Lower bollocks. Fucking aura. Oh God, same don't thing. He's been in Leeds too long. He doesn't even know his own ground. It's that Steinhauser. Um, I would have preferred um, Brian Clough Lower. Trent and Lower. You're not allowed to stand up, which I think for a. Have I gone too early on the rant here, or shall I actually talk about the game? Uh, to be honest, to be honest, I, I completely agree. Um, I don't think we need to delve into it any further than okay, this. But, uh, okay, let me just say. If, I if, if I'm being it. if I'm being perfectly honest. I'd rather be sat. I'd rather sit in Ellen Road than in fucking Trent End Lower ever again. Let's let's just yeah. leave it at that. I just say quarterfinal FA Cup against Liverpool. If you want to stand up, fucking stand up. Anyway, um, that was the most significant game, or so we thought at that point. Um, 
we went to poets before naturally got absolutely battered yeah as you do um as you do. it was one of those again where not really that nervous um you get the cooper effects where you think we could do these and you know what <clears throat> i actually came away from that game it was supposed to be a free hit but i actually came away from that game slightly disappointed because it felt very much on and very much like we could actually beat them um I came away really, really proud of Nottingham Forest as a football club. What a performance. If Zinkenagel buried that chance, who knows what would happen. But I came away frustrated just because it felt so close. It felt like we could do them. So very proud, but good God, nearly. Yeah, I think the the what could have been could have really spoiled this game after afterwards. Um, I You know, I think you have to keep both feet on the floor and just remember, you know, who we are, who they are, and the okay, what the occasion was. It's the best yep. cup run we've had in, you know, fucking God knows how long. Um, it's against- worked out for the best. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a cup run <laughs> now, you know, when we're in shit hot form, might disrupt us a bit. So technically it's worked out for the best, but I think uh, the atmosphere, Klopp said it was like a European game, didn't he, afterwards? Um, yeah, yeah. And it felt the crowd was unreal other than not being allowed to stand up the crowd was unreal yeah um yeah i, I mean we've we've both been to games where it's been you know electric like the, the leads at home any kind of recent derby game that kind of thing but i've never heard a crowd like that no. just con- constant constant um it made me very proud um the Gar- the falls of garibaldi signs as, as normal were, were fucking bang on um yeah, it's just a fantastic showcase of where the club's at at the minute. You know, yeah, on the national on national absolutely. TV, national TV, everyone got to see, everyone got to be. You know, the amount you, of money they brought on off the bench yeah. as well to mm-hmm. have to beat us. Um, yeah, says a lot, really. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I actually, it's the one rule in VAR. I don't mind the kind of offside and the lines and stuff, but he was offside. I couldn't give a fuck what anyone says. It was a penalty for Ryan Yates. I couldn't give a fuck what anyone says. Um, Zinconagel should have buried that chance. Cafu had a very good chance at the end. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, like I said, I think you could come away feeling disappointed, but both feet on the ground. I think we've won, if that makes sense. I think we've come out of that better as a team and as a club, and it's driven in our form after the international break to to to, yeah. to, to be um, even better. I think if this is the season that we do it and we go up. The performance against Liverpool, sorry, excuse me, the performance against Leicester and Arsenal, it really makes me think that we can hold our own in the Premiership. So I've mm. got a very good feeling that if we did go up, we could stay up and those performances really do back that up. So really good cup run, uh, some fantastic memories in that. Obviously Leicester being a complete highlight. I think in my year supporting Forest, that might actually be my number one highlight of, of my time Sport Forest soon to be beaten when we go up but great cup run really enjoyable um, not used to Forest playing well and doing well in the cup yeah I mean I'm trying and this is gonna, <coughs> sorry <coughs> and this is going to sound probably pr- pretty odd but I'm trying really hard not to you know what I'll save this comment I'll bring it back at the end it'll make sense okay. as to why 
Um, full circle. Full circle. So, after following the Liverpool game, well, following the last podcast, which was uh, ended at Blades Away, that uh, JJ and Jordan went to, um, we've had a number of games. So, we've had Huddersfield at home in the FA Cup, 2-1 win. Reading at home, 4-0 in the league. Uh, QPR at home in the league, 3-1. Liverpool at home in the FA Cup, lost 1-0. Blackpool away 1-4-1, Coventry at home 1-2-0, Birmingham home 1-2-0. And my question for JJ, and he's going to ask me the same one back, is what is the most impressive result? And I'll 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 do us both a favour and I'll say you can't pick from the FA Cup games. So okay. from, from the league games. So from Reading at home, QPR at home, Blackpool away, Coventry at home, Birmingham at home. JJ, what is the most impressive result? I think the most impressive result is you getting that question out. You struggled a bit there, didn't you? Oh, it's, it's Sunday night. It's been a long weekend. It's been, oh, get a, get a job. Right. Um, so my, what was it? Most impressive performance? Oh, you struggle there. You're not listening. Fucking <laughs> old cloth ears, yeah? <laughs> Back and forth. Which, <laughs> oh, to me, to you, lad. Well, um, I which is the... In deck. Which was the most... Oh, don't say that. Fucking hell. Uh, which was the most impressive performance? So I'm going to go for a 4-1 win against Blackpool. Um, for the reasons being, it was just after the international break. Mm-hmm. Bit of a banana skin sometimes. You never know if you're quite back into form. Um, 3-0 leading into half time. Brennan Johnson was on pure fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good. Uh, McKenna getting forward with an assist. That Lovely pass, pass to Surridge. That Oof. pass. Yeah. Uh, grabbing Surridge and Lolly came on as subs. I mean, that's the first showing of that. Really shows our depth, which was, I mean, that's really exciting. I, I really like that as a thing. Um, and if Yatesy scores were in the sea, worth it for that <laughs> channel alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I think yeah, it was just it was just a complete performance, and we looked fairly comfortable. It wasn't hundred percent comfortable the whole time, but yeah, I uh, I did really enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to go on to my game. Can I just say was, as well, uh, Blackpool have in their in the league this season beat Borough, Blackburn, Sheffield United, and Fulham. And have drawn with Blackburn, Sheffield United, Fulham, Coventry, and Bournemouth. So that shows that they are a decent side, and it is a very, very important three points. Well, I said to you, didn't I, before the game, that um, I have a, a pessimism whenever if we play Blackpool because you know mm. the, the player. I'm sure everyone remember the playoffs, um, and then I kind of pointed out to JJ as well that since that playoff run. Uh, obviously, we were in the one the season after while they were in the Premier League, but they've gone up to the Premier League, stayed in the Premier League, come down from the Premier League, gone into some form of administration or what or whatever problems they've had. They've gone down from the Championship, down from League One, into League Two, up from League Two, up from League One, and back into the Championship since the last time we were in the playoffs. Yeah, um, and that is that's mad. That's a roller co- that's a roller coaster of Blackpool Illuminations, that isn't it? That's that's uh, oh, that's a that's, that's oh. uh, have you been sitting on that for a I while? I haven't been sitting on that, it just uh, just popped into my head, but you've been waiting for us yeah. to say shall we record a podcast again after Blackpool, which <laughs> I've got I've got a fucking banger in it. <laughs> Storing it up, I wish. Um but yeah, so so my my favourite game was um Coventry at home. 
most impressive result anyway. Uh, nailed on more so by the fact that Coventry have just beaten Fulham 3-1 away. Yep. Um, they, I, I, I must admire Coventry because they, they play decent football. They come after us. It's, it's my favourite kind of, you know, we play good football. It's, it's what I like to see teams come after us. You know, I hate these one where they just sit in and sit in and sit in. Um, come, come after us. Do it, Try and do exactly what we're doing, but do it better type thing. Mm. Um, I, 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 thought, I really, I really like. Sorry to interrupt uh, yours. Um, I really like Coventry. Um, something about them, I just really, really like. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I just a lot of respect for them. They don't spend big. They, you know, they find hidden gems. They work with what they've got. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, we went one nil up. It's just you, you just aren't getting anything. Uh, I think I think I said to you tonight, Steve Hodgson after yesterday's game, the Birmingham game. Um, whatever you've whatever you've got, we can handle. Mm. And he, he said it was such a as such a matter of fact, care carefree giveaway statement. It was just yeah, it was really nice to hear just the way people talk about us now. And and yeah, I, yeah, I'm gonna stick with with country at home. It was a yeah. I it's, think yeah. it wasn't a vintage performance from us either. So we we still had some good moments. Um, mm-hmm. Keenan Davis is unreal, pretty much. Uh, the reason we scored both of those goals with his um, two lovely passes. Mm. He answered, he's just a ridiculous player. Um, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a 10 out of 10 game. I think it was, we were still good, but we weren't 10 out of 10 the whole time, but we still got the result. And that's the the main thing. I think I've often watched Forrest beat 10 out of 10 for um, most of the game and come away losing. Mm-hmm. Getting a result when we're not playing great has always been a bit of a struggle in the past. So to win convincingly, even though we're not completely in second gear, I think is just, well, hats off to Steve Cooper. What, what a manager. Yeah. I think if you compare that performance to the Huddersfield loss just before New Year's, or maybe even just after, um, when we lost one at home, and I, yeah. I thought I genuinely thought we were a nine or a ten out of ten at home yeah, that night, definitely. and we lost one nil. Um, that game does not happen now. In four months, that's what Steve Cooper's done. So we were already better at the, at the end of December. He'd already been in charge for what, two months or whatever it was. We were already better. And then in the space of another four months, he's turned us into a different beast completely. I think that the commentary and Birmingham games were very similar and akin to what Fergie used to get out of United when they weren't firing all cylinders. It's one of the ones like, yeah, you might be all, you know, you might be doing all right and we might not be having the best day, but you ain't got no fucking chance of winning this game. And it's just, it's like a, it feels very imperious, especially when, we, especially when we're at home. Um, I know we've got a couple of away games coming up soon, but um, yeah, it's it's just very impressive to see. So we've not lost a championship game since the 30th of January. Is that right? I'm, I'm just trying to think. It was, then, Card- it was Cardiff, wasn't it? Cardiff yeah, was the last Cardiff, game we lost. which was a shit game. Um, I, feel like, I feel like that's I'm the only game, game we lost how, this year. Yeah, I yeah. just think, other than obviously the FA Cup game, but mm-hmm. league-wise, yeah. I was just thinking how many games is that unbeaten now? And I was just looking through... So I remember it being mm, Cardiff. Two, four, five. Four, five. Been a lot of games since then. Six, seven, ten. ten? Is it ten? Eight, nine, ten. Ten games unbeaten. Oof, some team. It's just, <clears throat> yeah, just some team. Some team couldn't yeah. say couldn't say any better than that. 
And speaking of our team, this is a that's a banging segue. Oh, uh, we're sliding, sliding into them DMs. Come on, baby. Fuck, you know that was that was yeah. Everyone at home just going boring. Yeah. Speaking of a, a great team that you certainly would love to keep together, um, we posed the difficult question to ourselves ourselves of which lone player from this season would we like to keep now just 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 to just for everyone listening we're going it's uh, obviously Jed Spence from Middlesbrough Max Lowe yep. from Sheffield United Keenan Davis from Aston Villa Philip Zinkanagel from Watford and James Garner from Trafford United <laughs> so I thought I had a, a name straight away and I thought yeah 100% and then I thought about it, and it's not quite that simple. It is a really tough decision. So, Jacob, I'm going to let you go first. Well, I, okay, I'm going to throw a little curveball in just before we do it. I think we should both name and give reasons why these are our best, but I think afterwards we should rank them one to five. Okay. Um, but, okay. Nice little curveball uh, you're throwing on whilst we're recording. Whilst recording. Uh, so the one <laughs> I, I, I would like to give out a special mention to um, Jed Spence. Um I love you. I can't say any more than that, but I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go for James Garner. He is possible. I'm sorry, Chris Cohen. He's the best centre midfielder I've seen at Nottingham Forest while I've been while I've been watching. He is something fucking else. Whether you want to play him holding box to box, attacking in the ten, I love him in the ten. Um, I know JJ, you're not so keen, but. Pardon me, it's passing, it's tenacity. I don't know what he can't do. And I think he has a huge future ahead of him. And I, I and I hope whoever takes over at Man United, if it is at Ten Hag, he, he's a big player, he's big on youth team and bringing people through. I think he's got a phenomenal career ahead of him. And I hope somebody takes him really seriously. And I think it was you, JJ, who pointed out to us that is it Bruno Fernandez says he can't wait to play with James Garner. Um, yeah. And it's... It, it just saddens me that when he's he's never going to be ours, if that makes sense. He's just no. he's just something else. Um, but I mean that 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 description could also be used for the person I think you're going to pick, JJ. Yeah, I'm going to go back to James Garner before that. Um, he's never going to be ours. I think our best chance of getting him back next season is uh, if we get to the Prem. Because I think he's ready for the Prem now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. I'd said this to someone earlier who's a Sheffield Wednesday fan and they said uh, the problem with that is he's actually Man United's best midfielder so <laughs> wishful thinking but yeah J- James Garner last season obviously came in and made a massive difference um, mm-hmm. under a really shit and poor Chris Hewitt inside um, start of this season I mean we never thought we'd get him back this season. It just didn't seem like it was a thing. People cottoned on to the fact that he was actually very good. Um, we still had Chris Hutton in and it just felt like we weren't going to get him. And then when he came in, it was a massive, massive boost. Just didn't start off the best this season. He had, he had a bit of a patch. I think he was out at the side for a few games um, mm. when we rotated Yates and Cole back. But since then, since he came back in, he has just been phenomenal. Um, I thought... I thought he was good last year and I think he's great this year. So um, some player, I think he, you're right, he has got a massive career ahead of him. Um, it, it was he. I think he was my second, uh, which was a really tough decision, but he was my second player that I would love to keep. Um, but I actually went for Jed Spence. 
<gasps> no. That's, yeah. What a surprise. Yeah, I mean, all credit to James Garner. He came in this season and we knew he was good. Mm-hmm. Jed Spence got announced on our Twitter and I was I went ham in the group chat. I think I was like, who? What's the point? Why are we loaning from another championship side and not even someone that's sort of known, you know, he's going to be good. It, did, it just it screams did, like a it, very weird decision. Yeah. We've got Finn back. Um, who, who else Jordan, we Jordan Lawrence. We've got, yeah, who's, the other lad, who's the other lad? Richardson. Jane Richardson. It yeah. did, it did feel very pointless. And I yeah, think we both, absolutely. I think we both said at the time, it just, uh, yeah. Why? Why yeah. from a, from another championship team? But yeah, yeah. how, it just felt how bizarre. So James Garner had that historic, yeah, brilliant, Jed Spence didn't have that. I thought, this is fucking stupid. And someone actually retweeted the announcement of Jed Spence from Forest Twitter, and there's a lot of interesting comments in that. And, you know, people were obviously very wrong. I can't remember at what point, I, like, it doesn't, I can't remember at what point I thought this guy is some player. Um, I can't remember when that happened, but do you know, do you know Jacob, when did we realise this guy's got, got some gonna- gumbo? I'm going to stage this as a different, I'm a different answer. I'm going to say I've been I when he first came in and he first put in um, impressive performances. I was waiting for the other foot to drop. I was waiting for the, you know for for the the, the the other foot to come around and kick in the bum because he he did he was so good and then he's but then in the back of your mind you're going well why the fuck is he on loan at us yeah. Um, and guess what? The, the shoe never dropped. He is that fucking awesome. Yeah. And I saw someone on Twitter yesterday saying, "What? What? Not only is he good going forward, he was also yesterday in particular fucking phenomenal defending as well. Mm. So it's not just one or the other. He, you know, we we both watched City United, City uh, Liverpool earlier, and Trent Alexander Arnold going forwards, fucking a what a player defensively, just an absolute shambles. Mm. Um, and." Honest, Jed Spence, even defending, he's fantastic. I don't. I, I hope he, you know, another player. In never in a million years will we have him next season, unless we go up and you know we've got he's got a soft spot for us in his heart, you know. Because I do think if we go up, Marinakis will open his open his wallet type thing. But um, I, I can't see him coming to us. Uh, I hope yeah. he has a phenomenal career wherever he goes to because he's one of them. He just deserves it. He seems like a really good lad, and yeah, it just. I can't. I can't. I just want to just like have to pinch yourself. Like, how the yeah. fuck is he at our club? He's he's gonna have a big career. Um, obviously got called up to England under twenty ones the other week, which was massive, which is really mm. good. Um, makes no sense. I, I, Warnock seem the suggestion seemed to be that he had an attitude problem. Um, which I, he obviously we don't know anything that goes um on behind the scenes. The group seemed like a really good group of lads. It seems like everyone's getting mm. along well from the outside who knows um but he seems really grounded really down to earth um but yeah the reason i would love to keep him is just because everything you've pointed out how good he is but when jed spence fancies it and he's in that mood i mean look at the leicester game phenomenal Uh, so many times this season he just turns it on and he makes it look effortless he glides sort of past players and him and johnson on the right obviously it's no secret that's our main um, yeah. source of creativity a lot of times teams try and target them to stop that from happening but is that good as a player that you can still manage to get through it and 
I can't remember what game it was. I think it might have been Preston away. The game was the game was essentially over, nil-nil. Jed Spence from out of nowhere. Unreal run uh, into the box. If you remember, he sort of drove it across the face of the goal. And that was a match winning moment, split second, just because he fancied it. No one got at the end of the ball, which was really frustrating, but that's what he's capable of. He's a match winner. Um been involved in a few goals himself. The goal against, I want to say QPR. Whatever game he scored an absolute mm. screamer in. I think QPR, it was QPR. QPR. Yeah, we Fucking got to one hell, man. Change the game. Change the game. Yeah. So just, he's just, I struggle to actually um, give sort of much more of a description of him than just he is incredible. And if we can keep him next year by going up, fucking hell, open your wallet, let's get him. But he is going places, um, probably not Forest, but he is going places. What a player. Um, who thought that after Matty Cash went, we'd find an even better right back? Yeah, and yeah, I think that's a very good point. This is no disrespect to Matty Cash, who I still think is a fantastic right back, but you aren't fit to lace Jed Spencer's boots. <laughs> Brutal. Fucking hell, actually, that was awful, wasn't it? Sorry, you just aren't as good as him. Let's, let's leave it at that. One. That was that was terrible. Okay, JJ, one to five, with with one being <sighs> the best and five being the worst. But not really Go. the worst, because I yeah, just want to say, all... the list that we've got, Jed Spence, Max Lowe, Keenan Davis, Philip Zinconagel and James Garner, you get five lone players mm. on the team sheet. Can you think of a better five than them in the league? I, I can't. What a fucking gonna, performance by our recruitment side. I, I think based on that, we just fucking cheat then. We'll both say um, Jed Spence and James Garner joint first, Max Loki and Davis, Phillips and Conagle joint joint second. That'll do us, won't it? That'll do us. I think Phillips and Conagle maybe third and Max Loki and Davis probably joint second. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Phillips and Conagle though, I think he does a lot of stuff. Oh, I've, I still the, the, properly rate Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, th- it's a, it's a bronze medal. It's not a last place. Hey, JJ. <laughs> nice. Uh, um, just sack Pat. Um, but yeah, he, um, I think he does a lot of stuff that goes on, on, unnoticed. Mm. Um, he, he seems to be, we, there's always a scapegoat at Forest. Um, yeah. It was Ben Osborne. It was Jack, Col- Jack Colbert. It was Yates. I think Zinconagel is the scapegoat. But I think the stuff he does helps us get on the front foot. He's a, yeah. he's a, he's a very good player. He's got creativity yeah. in him. He has missed a few. His finishing sometimes has let us down. There's been a few occasions where he should have buried it. But I think he's really important. And to me, having him start, I'm very confident with having him in his role. Um, the only thing I will say is... And I'm I'm just going to slide this question in. I think I I, I don't I don't know what's happening with Richie Larea because I I would have thought by now he would have been at left back, callback back into midfield, and James Garner would be in the ten. So that either says that Steve Cooper doesn't trust Richie Larea yet, mm. or he really rates Felix Zinconagel, and I think it's because he really rates Felix Zinconagel, and I think that's yeah, possibly that's kudos to him. I think it sounded like um, Steve Cooper got burnt by at Swansea. He got a few American players in because of their owners, apparently. Um, oh, okay. I did them in too quickly because obviously it's their off season, isn't it? When mm. Larry came in, mm. and I think it caused some issues with injuries, etc. So, oh, fair enough. So it sounds like to me, 
looking at him playing for Canada, he seems really great, and I'm really looking forward to seeing him actually. Um, if we ever come across Borough in potential playoffs, we're about mm. to speak about whether that's the case or not. But I'd I'd like him. I'd like what to. A- see him. What a segue, JJ. It's, we're moving it's, gold. To, moving it's to liquid our, gold. Liquid gold, it writes its scent. As we move into our last section, which is, is the top two on? JJ, yes or no? So I, I didn't actually think the top two was on because um, I never even thought about it. I was very focused on, because we it was, it was one of those really frustrating things where we kept winning, we kept winning, we kept winning, but we're not in the playoffs or we're in the playoffs for a few hours a really great performance against Blackpool. We win 4-1. A few hours later, we're outside the playoffs and it felt criminal. Since then, a few results have gone certain ways. We're now sat third. And since the idea of just how close we possibly are to going third, to going second, has made me believe. So I'm going to say the top two is on. Do you want me to tell you why? Yeah, I do, yeah. Fucking hell, strap yourself in. This is where this is all I've been uh, playing in my head for the last few days. I've I've just been seeing numbers. So as it stands, Bournemouth are second with seventy three points. We are third with sixty seven points. Both have the same amount of games played. They've got two goals better than us, goal difference wise. For argument's sake, let's say we beat them at their game. We still got to play them. We beat them in the upcoming game that they got postponed. Because they were scared the, of players. And guess what, uh, lads? We're in better form. At the building site. At the building site. So, argument's sake, we beat them. That's three points. So, technically, if this is all theoretical, we beat them. We're only three points away from them. Now, they just drew against Sheffield United. They've still got Borough, Coventry, Fulham, Swansea, which I think will beat Swansea, uh, Blackburn, uh, us, and then Millwall to play. Jesus Christ, fucking hell. And that is a really tough running. Apart um, from Swansea, they're, they're, all those teams are in the hunt for playoff or yeah. automatic promotion. Coventry just beat Fulham, anything's possible. Yeah. We've got Luton, West Brom, Peterborough, Fulham, Swansea, Bournemouth and Hull. Now, Bournemouth, we have to beat anyway for this theory to work. I was going to say, I think Fulham is the only game that we could possibly drop points on. Nah, we'll pass even them. now... I aren't sure. So, sorry, I'm I'm waffling here. If we, before we play Bournemouth, there are six games, okay? Yes. Well, there was six games. There was, there was six games. Sheffield United is the first of those six games. The last six games before that, the points worked out where Forrest got 16 points for six games and Bournemouth got 11 Repeat that again over the next six games. Sheffield United being the first, we go above them before we play them. I think that's right. There's a lot of maths involved. Either way, their results don't look favourable. Ours do. It's happening. We're going to be above them in the table before we even play them is my theory. And we're going up automatically. Thank you. Case closed. Um, so That just sounds uh, like the ramblings of a madman. We've got like well, shit on the wall with numbers and... I've been trying to figure out all the logistical possibilities and all signs points promotion. JJ, love Can Sanders mad. Love Can Sanders mad. Um, I'm going to be slightly two feet on the floor and realistic. Uh, I have two comments to say as to why I'm going to say, when I say no, it's not on, but 
I want to say very quietly in brackets, I don't actually believe that. But one reason number one is, um, I think I said it on previous podcasts, is um, we we you know we've been playing so well, we're getting so many results as you said, and we just couldn't get into the playoffs. And now we we you know we just have, and you know we're in and we're not coming out. That's 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 pretty set in stone. But I just it'll be a, it's a seeing is believing thing for me with us in the top two. Uh, and the other one is, you know, it's a two-goal sway on Bournemouth. And I know we've got to play them. And I think we'd all take a draw at their ground. I just I, I just don't think there's enough games left for us to get a two two game sway on them. That that's that's the only that's the only thing. Mm. That's it, the only thing. It'll be However, really interesting if it comes down to the last game of the season. Yeah, against a whole side that isn't going down, isn't going up, and yeah, I just and a team a team that's playing for nothing. They're yeah. against Millwall and Millwall are still in the race there. I think Millwall... Millwall beat uh, Barnsley 4-1, didn't they, yesterday? Yeah, Millwall so are that, very much still in the race, so who well, knows? Yeah, I think it's just going to be a very... Uh, very interesting last few games. Um, yeah. uh, I just... It's one of those things, it's more I don't want to think about it because yeah. it'll give me palpitations and I won't sleep at night. Rather the than fact I'm actually that, believe the fact it's not on. Yeah. The fact that we're even talking about second place being on after seven games, one point is mental, you know? Well, the I, effect that Steve Cooper's had, uh, I've never felt more proud and happy of this club. I haven't had to think about the ownership once in a mm-hmm. long, long time. And there's a period of time where the club felt so toxic. I was done with him, fed up, get the, get the owners gone hated it even really disliked some of the players it was the most disillusioned I've been and now we're at a point where we're looking at second um, and you know what the consolation prize of not getting second is playoffs and a potential trip to Wembley and I don't I was speaking to my mate who supports Sheffield United Shot Cara if you've listened to the podcast before you know that um, got a mate who supports Sheffield United they're all saying the team that they don't want to face in the playoffs and they're really hoping we go up automatically because the one team they don't want to face is Forest. Everyone in his what? group chats is saying that they don't want to face us in the playoffs because we are the team at the minute. The so, one thing I will say unreal. is I, if it goes to the last game of the season of a Feral Somatic, I don't, <laughs> the doy, I don't want to be that team that loses out because then we have to go into playoffs on a real low. Yeah, and yeah, I, I think Steve Keefe can neg- negate that, but yeah, that's that's that would be rough, not worth. Yeah, I think, although I think when we've had a disappointing result, typically yeah. the next game we're unreal. I guess, I guess if we still win that game, but you know, who knows where we're going to be at this point? If we still win that game, it's still momentum, isn't it? It's just unfortunate. Yeah. The fact that we're even daring to dream is incredible. Um, mm-hmm. If we go to the playoffs, I really do fancy us. Um, also can I just say just for remembered this after Wednesday um, I put 20 quid on Forrest to finish in the top two of course you did 9 to 1 did. 200 quid in the bag easy perfect exactly. well JJ I think we're going to wrap it up there short and sweet that's not short and sweet in the slightest um, yeah. before we go um, our Twitter is at Pod. So we'd love to hear your opinions on... Give us your thoughts. Yeah, your favourite game just in this season. You don't have to do since Blades Away. That was just because uh, that was the last time we recorded. So your favourite game or most memorable game this season. 
if you want to, it can include the cup. I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah, we'll um, allow it. Also, which lone player would you like to keep? If you want to rank them, even better. And then thirdly, is the top two on? Let us know and we would love to hear it. And we will talk about it in our next episode. Which we're hoping to do after the Easter weekend double header. Isn't that yeah, right, So you Joshua? can hold us to account if we don't. There we go. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, if you're listening uh, for... You have to well, stroke. I thought if you're listening oh Jesus ah it's a stroke voice oh god no for one erase reboot Um, hello thank you uh, for listening to us if you're listening for the first time thank you very much for joining us if you're listening uh, uh, listening again thanks for for coming back Um, I'm just going to text my wife and please call an ambulance Um, (laughs) thank you very much you (laughs) reds (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> 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 <laughs>